0: How's it going guys? It's CryptoBud here for today. This is going to be the part two video of why are we selling off in the crypto market. So if you're just tuning in right now, this is the part two of a two part series. Uh, So if you have not watched the first one, I highly encourage you to go back to my video playlist and take a look at part one where I go into detail about why I believe that we are selling off in this market. In part two, we're going to talk about investor psychology. So what you're going to be seeing in the next couple of minutes is a little bit about why I believed why I believe in part one and specifically looking at investor and trader psychology of how it affects price and volume and where it's going to, or I think it, the, the entire crypto market is going to be heading. Now, this is important because it's going to dictate the tone and how I believe the next couple of years are going to be in months and with that said I'm going to be adjusting my strategies specifically my trading and investment strategies accordingly so if you don't really know what the landscape is and you're just buying randomly you can get into a lot of trouble now I also mentioned that I've just started the CryptoBud mentorship and consulting program so if you're just new to cryptocurrency investing or trading and you wanted to have established a mentorship I have a website where you can visit and for a small donation, I will go ahead and answer any of your questions that you may have regarding cryptocurrencies. I can also establish a mentor that I think could be invaluable for anybody who is still lost in the crypto market space and trying to figure out where exactly to go. Now again, it's more of a mentorship program, so it's a great way to kind of connect with someone that maybe can help you out in regards to your trading and your specific analysis on certain coins. Um, there's a small donation fee just for my own time and just for my own efforts because having to do that requires a little bit of work on my end Um, I'm not selling anything or selling any bundles like other uh, people are so I think it's just more of an informal way of trying to connect with you in terms of where exactly you are and how I can help you now the site is going to be on Google so sites.com sites.google.com slash view slash crypto slash home until I get a domain name I think it's going to be it's going to have to be it for now uh, so if you're interested sign on there there's going to be a Bitcoin address and what you'll do is you'll fill out a form with your, all your information and I'll get back to you within a couple of days answering your questions via email or a webcam depending on the complexity of the question usually I'll try to do it through email and as long as I could I'll try to customize your question specifically to you So it's a great way for you to get some instant feedback and you can bounce around some questions with me. And once we establish a relationship, we can talk a little bit more about um, how to help you navigate through it. I know when I first started cryptocurrency trading and investing um, back in the stock market and also a couple of years back, I didn't have anybody. I just went off of Reddit forums and YouTube videos just like you. And sometimes I had some questions, but I couldn't really get that because watching videos and just going on forums probably didn't really answer the question especially if I was asking the wrong person. So anyway uh, with that said um, let's move on for today's video. So where are we now in terms of what's going on with the market? So first of all I want to tell you that um, going back to part 1 of this video I believe that we are entering what we'll call a new normal. The new normal is going to be have a couple of characteristics that in my opinion I think need to be considered especially if you're going to be investing for the long term and also for the short term. Because if you ignore these you're going to be left asking the question is why is it that when I buy something like Bitcoin or Ethereum it keeps on going down the next day. The first one you're going to find is that we're going to be having what we'll call counter rallies. And today is a great example of that. Where you have days of declines and all of a sudden you get nice little rallies in between. But don't be fooled by these rallies because these rallies most of the time are, are short lived. So what I'm going to see here is specifically these rallies. And how these rallies can be taken advantage of. So strategies have to adjust. Um, coins have to be adjusted. In other words you can't buy the same coins as you usually would although you can but the profit potential is going to be lower you're also going to be getting small uptrends so nothing longer than a couple of weeks and maybe a month and then after that we're going to go back to the downtrend so when we get these small uptrends what you're going to find is coins that normally are going to go down or go up are going to go into smaller amounts not as what you saw back in March or April the other one you're going to find also is bull traps Uh, bull traps meaning that rallies that go up and then all of a sudden it goes down again the next day or a lot of choppy sideways action that you find you're also gonna see that the easy money is over. What I mean by that is that if you invested in back in March or February or January of this year, all you had to do was press the buy button and all of a sudden the coin went up the next day, double digits. I mean, it was easy. Literally anybody could do it and you would be making a lot of money in a very short period of time. That's what I called easy money. Usually what ends up happening is once the easy money is gone, you're going to have to start researching and start doing your own homework now because now it's not like buying anything where it'll go up. Things can actually go down and they'll go down severely. And the last one is to understand is that the bias is to the downside until that trend changes everything is going to be assumed that we are in that new normal. Now, again, these are just some of the things I have witnessed and I have seen in the last couple of weeks, and these things could also change on a dime. So that's not to say that this is going to be permanent or what I am saying will actually occur, that it's just saying that in my opinion, the probability of us going back to the good old days, like in March, April, and February of this year, may now have to be reconsidered let's talk about market structure first and I I, t- I borrowed this um, because I always use it for specifically trading and investing because in other words when you're buying a coin like let's say someone you hear somebody say I'm gonna go ahead and buy some Bitcoin or Ethereum because it's going up and if you ignore the market structure in terms of where you're at specifically in that point of time you could be buying at the top or you could be selling at the low and knowing where you're at really Takes a, little bit, takes a couple of factors to consider. Not only the coin that you're buying fundamentally and also technically, but also overall the market structure. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're buying Ethereum because you think that um, there's a conference coming up or you really believe in the technology. But if you ignore the market structure, what's going to happen is that even if the technology is really sound, the entire market will drag Ethereum down. And again, depending on your investment horizon, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. So this chart really illustrates a little bit about some of the sentiment that we're having and how to take that into consideration with not just your technical analysis, but also with your fundamental analysis that you all are doing on a day-to-day basis. All right, so the first one, there's broken up into four sections, and this is a very, very important chart because every single chart that I have seen is very follows this this pattern really and it could be days or it could be months or it could be years that so these patterns actually form but they form and it's really really scary to think that um, people really behave the same way as they did back in 2000 and 2008. Alright so the first phase is called the accumulation phase. During the accumulation phase, you're going to get three parts. The first one is called the early accumulation, where pretty much everybody is like neutral about the coin or whatever it is, or you're trying to do like a stock or a bond. And usually the moving address are going to be crisscrossing. As you can see from this price chart right here, you're not going to get a lot of action. So people are not going to be talking about it on forums or whatnot. You're going to get down to the mid accumulation, which is almost very similar to. Um, um, early accumulation and then you're going to get late accumulation this is where really a lot of the positions are being built by what we we'll call the smart money and if you're investing in something like for example like Stratus when Stratus went up from I, I think it was like from a dollar or less than a dollar to almost like ten dollars that was the time to actually get in you didn't you don't want to be chasing uh, coins that are actually already in this in this stage but again it takes a lot of skill and a lot of guts to start buying things when they're not moving. It's really easy for someone to say, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and buy a digibyte when it's going up versus trying to buy something that has not. And so that's really what I call the smart money because they really have to do your homework. Now the next part is going to be the markup. The markup phase usually what happens is now the coin is getting a lot of more attention. And they're getting higher, so news outlets are talking about it, people are talking about it on Twitter and whatnot. And it's also started up with three markup phases. One is the early, the mid, and the late markups. In the early markup phase, you're going to get higher highs and higher lows. And it's going to be a good buying opportunity. So if you missed the boat on the accumulation phase, now it's the time to start getting in before everybody finds out about it once we get down to the mid markup now the pullbacks are gonna start occurring and they're gonna occur at a much much higher rate and that's when you start kinda buying those bounces buying those drops and then begin going in I'm talking about probably sometime around March April around that time where we kinda had that mid markup and then at the very end you get this blow-off this we're called the late markup where the rallies are gonna be longer But after the pull decks and the gains are going to come quickly, meaning you're going to get like 20, 30% in a day. You know, Ethereum is running like 40% in a day and people are just getting in there. Short sellers are going to start shorting everything because they know that this is the top, but they're going to get burned. So they end up covering and it just feeds on itself. And that's where the FOMO really starts. If you are on the late markup, you're almost buying at the top. And this is usually indicative of places where people are going to say, Oh, you know, um, I think Bitcoin's gonna go to 10,000 and Bitcoin's gonna go to a million, right? Also, you're gonna find that this is where usually the press is going to start releasing all their articles about how Bitcoin is going to go to the moon and things like that then after that when after that we get a sharp downside so we're gonna go into what call the distribution phase and at this point again we're gonna be marked down by three phases phase one the early mid and then late distribution what this really means is the prices are gonna go a little higher but they're not gonna go back to the way they, they had back in in the markup phase and what you'll find here is that in the you're going to get this big downdraft, right all the way to 3.1 where the moving averages are going to start crossing each other and you get sharp sell-offs and people are going to be scared they're going to be fearful and but nobody is going to be selling lower they're going to pretty much say i'm going to buy the dips once you get to the mid distribution people are thinking that you know what maybe this market was self-correcting and it's going to go back up at some point it's going to go up and it will However you take a look in early distribution we're going to be about halfway in here so it's not going to keep on going back to the high. And then in late distribution now, now we're entering we'll call the decline. And this is where a bear market actually starts. Now the yellow here indicates caution where it's setting itself up for the big bear sell off and at that point everything starts tanking and there's no room for any sort of safety. Now, again, this is really, really critical because during distribution phase right here, a lot of people believe that we're going to go back to the highs. So Bitcoin 10 million, 10,000 Bitcoin, a million, who knows, right? But then once you get to the decline, you're going to start seeing sharp declines and that's where the short sellers kick in and you make a lot of money on the downside. And then we lose everything and we go back to this area. Now, here's the thing you can always make money in these markets because you can always buy during the distribution phase. You could also buy during the decline. But again, the bias is to the downside. And the easy money now is gone. So now we sell the whole thing off, and then we're back where we started. And that's usually how a market actually works. Now again, this has actually been proven time and time again. So this chart right here, you will see that. And a lot of people refuse to believe that because they just don't want to understand that the reality of it is that a lot of it has to do with market behavior. investor psychology so as long as you know where you're at and you're not buying and holding like like you are here like here what you should do you have to be kind of taking your profits as we go down okay all right now let's talk about the psychology real quick now this is actually very similar to the other graph I was showing you the only difference here is about what people are talking about when the market is going up in these steep exponential moves So the first thing is you'll get is people are in disbelief and hope. People believe that things are going to go up. They get really excited, and then all of a sudden we get this blow off. And then there's a couple of comments they make, like, I'm rich, we're all going to be rich, this is going to be a retirement plan, things like that. And then it sells off hard, and then we get this complacency where people are just like, okay, I'm just going to wait for the next one, and then they catch up again. And then as we go down, they start getting angry and afraid and then finally you get this capitulation where everybody throws in the towel and says I want nothing to do with with cryptocurrency and this actually occurred already in 2013 it occurred in the housing market in 2008 and also occurred in 2000 so this is all too common we find that all the time um, if, if you show me a chart I can pretty much pinpoint you where exactly where we're at because this thing keeps on repeating itself over and over again and it doesn't matter how old or how young or or whatever you are this market always occurs in the bond market, occurs in the stock market, it occurs in penny stocks, it occurs in cryptocurrency, it occurs in real estate, it occurs in in Beanie Babies, it occurs in anything that has to do with speculation. And then you get this like anger, people are angry, why did they short the market, why did the government do this, should, we should put people in jail, and if not we should be arresting people because they were fraud and all this other things, well... All of a sudden they ignored all the signs we were being given to them and then we get depression my retirement is lost how can i pay for this new stuff i shouldn't have sold my house and my wife and my kids and now the rally starts okay now here's my examples i've heard uh, especially on the comment side and also overall in the market number one this time is different bitcoin has fundamentally changed since 2013. this is not the same bitcoin and so again you get the same mentality that we're gonna go to the moon because bitcoin has somehow been adopted by all the other people now the one i get a lot about is this one only six percent of the world knows about bitcoin so that means we got a bunch of buyers on the sidelines waiting to come in and again in the stock market we got that a lot it's called sideline money people who are saying that you know just there's a bunch of money waiting to get flushed in and it's only a matter of time before they come in and pick up the market while ignoring the fact that most people who know about crypto or about stocks have already jumped in uh the other one is where is the bottom so i can get in so you'll see this on like twitter forums where people are like oh my goodness after this has fallen down i need to get in i need to get in because it's cheap now and another one is I told my mom about Bitcoin shoe and all this. And this one actually did happen where someone said they told their mom, their dad, and they went ahead and pulled out a loan. And then they went ahead and told their mom their mom bought Bitcoin for the first time. And I'm like, okay, then we know we're we're exhausting all our all our buyers. And the last one is you're just a pessimist. You know Why are you thinking like this? So there's a lot of anger, a lot of hate, a lot of trolling that goes around, especially when you're trying to explain this to people. Now the point I'm trying to make with all of this is not to dismiss any of this because all of this can actually occur. Um, definitely Bitcoin has definitely changed in 2013. Don't get me wrong. However, understand that there's a limited amount of buyers and a limited amount of supply. Usually demand, if you exhaust all your demand all your resources at some point this doesn't matter anymore so yes there could be six percent in there but what if the ninety four percent don't even want to buy bitcoin and you've exhausted all your six percent already so who's gonna come in and buy these these things don't just go up by themselves there's no magic fairy that says that bitcoin has to go to a million and so when people talk about bitcoin going to a million bitcoin going to 10,000 understand that you need a lot of people coming in and you have to understand where you are in the chart. So think about it for a second if Bitcoin went to 3,000 and it's already all over the news who's left who's left to buy is it going to be the people who are living underneath a rock and have never read that article no I mean I mean you can convert grandma and grandpa to come in but again it's going to be a little bit more it's gonna be a little bit more difficult to do because especially if they don't read the newspaper you're gonna to have to educate them so again think about first of all when people say it has Bitcoin has fundamentally changed again that is true however again the the people who have invested more are most likely already in and they already believe that okay all right so let's move on to our next part now here's where i go into specific individual ones so Ethereum is going to be chosen as we'll call her bellwether because these are the ones that lead the market specifically Ethereum and Bitcoin and i'm going to make a code up here that i think it's very important is that demand is more powerful than supply and the reason why I say that is because Ethereum has a lot larger coin, coin size in circulation than Bitcoin, yet Ethereum has gone up a lot more than Bitcoin, so when people talk about inflation, they talk about, you know, um, coins that have unlimited amount of supply, you know, that kind of bucks the trend, especially demand is there, so just keep that in mind. Alright, so I'll be Ethereum real quick. You see this chart? Does that chart look familiar? Yes there is, so if you take a look at it, you should have been accumulating Ethereum around November to February of last year. And when I say this is because if you take a look at the last chart I was showing you, this is very similar to what we saw. You also saw a markup period starting in March all the way out to June. And guess what? We had a distribution. So again, the chart kind of doesn't really lie. I mean people can exaggerate and give your own opinion about certain things. But the charts really kind of tell you so here's the question i want to ask you so if you disagree with my analysis perfectly fine i'm not here to predict where where ethereum is i'm trying to tell you exactly that why i'm believing what i'm believing so the first one is where will the new demand go, going to come from so if you believe ethereum is going to go to a thousand who's going to buy ethereum go all the way to a thousand and if you think it's going to be all the new people with the apps and all these other situations the question you want to ask is What will Ethereum need to do to push it up to 1,000? If you can't come up with an answer right now, then most likely you're the one who has already bought and there isn't anybody else left to buy. Second one is why should this market continue to go up forever? So if I buy Ethereum at 400, why should it continue going double-digit declines every single day, 50% a day, 60% a day? Um, Who's creating this money, right? The third one is, why should Ethereum be worth $1,000? When people put up these price projections, you gotta think about valuation specifically. Why is Ethereum a thousand important number? Did somebody just come up with that number and said, I think a thousand sounds like a good round number. So we're gonna go ahead and pick a thousand just to keep people happy. But in reality, these numbers don't mean anything. You could say Ethereum goes to 2000. I could make a, I can make a case for Ethereum 1,500. So right now, there's no valuation point. It's basically whoever believes Ethereum is going to be worth a thousand. That's going to what's going to be worth. Now, again, if you have exhausted all your buyers, then who's going to drive it up to a thousand? The last one is going to be how will Ethereum navigate through the next five years? So, this is a really hard question to answer because, in order for Ethereum to be a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars, whatever it is, you need to be able to project five years out in the future. And that's super difficult to do because, like you all know, the landscape changes so quickly. So, the only thing that's concrete, the only thing they can think of is the price because the price is what you're entering your cost as. So, if you're going to be buying at 420, 300, 370, or whatever the case is, you got to be really careful about where you're going to be heading for the next five years and if you can't project and you can't answer immediately what's going to be happening next five years or where the buyers can come in then you know we're probably at the top at some point now bitcoin is going to be the gold standard and again i picked this because bitcoin is such a bellwether that everybody looks at and again the other altcoins are altcoins i mean bottom line is that they follow bitcoin's command again does this chart look familiar Okay, we have the early accumulation phase which Bitcoin was in a tight range of 44% starting in the beginning of of 2017 and then it started moving um, in the same way as Ethereum. We had the markup phase which went parabolic and it went from 17 from April 17th all the way to June 13th or 14th and we get that pop at 3,000 all of a sudden we sold off and people are like how come it sold off what's going on and again if you ignore the patterns or the past lessons of history you begin to understand that this was not sustainable now why will bitcoin go to 10,000 so here we go so a lot of people are saying well there's no way that you can tell bitcoin's gonna go 10,000 you're just right now saying a bunch of FUD you are very uncertain you know you're just kind of looking at these charts how can you even predict that you know things like that so first of all let's talk about why people believe bitcoin's gonna go to 10,000 number one asian countries have legalized the currency so because of that japan and korea have now legalized it so with that they say well there's new buyers in so new buyers we're gonna shoot to the moon now again when you have announcements like that where everybody's going to be buying bitcoin do you really think that people are going to be buying little by little tomorrow no everybody's going to go in at the same time and once they legalize bitcoin yeah you bring in more more people in there but it's going to take a while to get that demand in at the at the same time you have people buying that knowing that this was going to happen so at some point people are going to sell their 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 bitcoin it does not mean that we can't go to ten thousand it just means that right now in the short term bitcoin is going to experience that sell-off maybe five ten years from now Bitcoin will be at ten thousand because all those buyers have re-entered back in the people who sold and then plus the people who are in in Asia have come in so now obviously you have more buyers now again that's a big if, right I I can't figure out what's gonna happen in five to ten years who knows the second one is there are more buyers than ever before And, and and maybe that that is possibly true however understand that we also had existing buyers who bought in April and who bought in June the other one is Bitcoin is better than fiat so why would someone hold fiat when Bitcoin is there? Now, the question I want to ask if Bitcoin is better than fiat, why hasn't it gone mainstream? And one of the very simple reasons is that it takes a very long time for currencies to get adopted into mainstream. Now again we have saw this in 2013, we already saw this with the three bubbles, three, four bubbles for Bitcoin. So right now it's pure speculation. We have not established any sort of mainstream adoption aside from the fact that certain merchants and certain airports in Japan are using it but worldwide it is still being um, not even taken seriously. And the last time, which I hear all the time, is that this time is different. Bitcoin was very different in 2008 versus right now. And again, this argument is true. However, for price action, it doesn't hold true because the investors and the price markups that we're seeing right now have already factored that in. So $3,000 for Bitcoin was really because of this. People believed that that was going to be worth $3,000 and people at that point felt that when they sold it off, they felt that was going to be the top okay so again the point I'm trying to make here guys if you take a look at the chart it looks very similar back to the other ones I showed you now again these are straight off the chart for for my trading desk so I'm looking at this and I'm saying scratching my head uh, this this looks very similar to the market psychology I was showing earlier okay so what's the plan now that I gave you this dire situation of Bitcoin Ethereum and the old crypto market I still believe it's a great market to invest in it's just a matter of popping that bubble in the short term and then trying to reassess where we're at number one the market will experience will enter recall the distribution phase and then at that point it'll enter the bear market phase and again the, the bear markets are very common in cryptocurrencies you'll see them in the alcoin market and you'll see them obviously in, in bitcoin and, and ethereum ethereum is basically experiencing its first um pop um this year but bitcoin has had three of those three four of those already so number one this is a trader's market guys this is not a buy and hold or accumulate market so if you're going to buy and hold here understand that you're going to get burned really bad because things are going to go down in double triple double digits very fast you can lose half your money within a matter of days like you guys already saw you have to focus on quality and high liquid and high quality names meaning that things that you can get in and out where you can sell at a good price and things where you can buy in at a low price. If you pick those altcoins sub 100, you can make double digits one day, but you can lose the whole portfolio the next day. So, it's more like a gamble if you want to think of it. Focus on the three top top 3, ETC, ETH, BTC and LTC. These are what are called the, the top tier premier names they have a lot of liquidity and not only that they are very they're, they are very high quality people believe that they're not gonna go bankrupt the next day the other one is also you can focus on the top 20 you can expand your range a little bit but don't go f- too far out to like 100 200 or 300 coins because at that point you're gonna end up dealing with liquidity problems remember when the market is selling off hard and you want to get out of the position it's going to be very very difficult to do because everybody. Is going to want to get out too. And at the same time, you're gonna have liquidity problems. Now, obviously, if you hold on to it and you say, well, I'm gonna buy it hold, sure, you can go buy and hold, but it'll go to zero or, or say 90% of your value, and then you're gonna to have to wait for the market to come back up again. The other one is also watch your price correlations and volume. Figure out where the correlations are and where the volume is, because that's going to be where your top tier names are going to be, especially if you pick up these trends. Number two, ignore the news, okay, the news is going to be all either positive or all negative, it will act as a distraction to what's actually happening with the price because people are going to want to get in and get out their positions and they're going to be wanting to create news that can either create FUD, fear, uncertainty, or doubt, or they're going to want you to buy something so that the market can prop up again. The second thing is people will be in disbelief and they're going to give you conflicting signs. What's going to happen is one news site is going to say Bitcoin's going to go to 10,000 again and the other site is going to say Bitcoin's going to go to zero. Because people are going to be in disbelief about what's actually happening and they can't make sense of what's happening until the bear market enters and people are going to all be on the same boat. News will focus on two things, hope and fear. Fear is going to be a lot more powerful because it will force people to sell out and the news pieces are going to be very negative or you're going to have things like, oh, we're back to the new normal now. So you're going to have to dissect which ones are real and which ones are not. The last one is focused on the two things which matter the most in the trader's market. Number one, price and volume. That's all, right? You can talk opinion about anything else, but you cannot argue price because once people put money uh, on, on the table, they will be honest with what they really believe in. If you think Bitcoin can go $10,000, you are going to put $10,000 in one Bitcoin. But if people are talking about it and nobody's looking at price, then it's going to, or you're not buying anything, you don't have any skin in the game, then you can throw whatever else out there. And that's why I say is that you have to figure out if people have skin in the game. And the last one which is the most important. Losses will feel greater than gains. So the downdrafts are going to feel twice as hard, even though the percentage gains are the same. 20% loss will feel 10 times harder than a 20% gain because a loss just feels that psychologically, our minds are geared towards loss aversion. And so when you're dealing with with losses, you have to detach yourself away from that so that you're able to think clearly. Okay, so what are my price targets and probabilities for this? And this is the part where people are probably gonna chew me out and you're probably gonna disagree with me and it's perfectly fine. I believe in my opinion Bitcoin is in the distribution phase which means that we are going to be hitting a 2304 high point on the Fibonacci 38% I already kind of did the charts already so that's where we're gonna be at on the high end again it can go higher or lower I mean you guys could I'm just kind of throwing on numbers out there (laughs) low point 1555 which is going to be your 78% fib if we ever get to that point that's probably going to be a pretty pretty big blow to a lot of people long term wise once we get down to the bear market into hardcore bear market we're gonna hit a high point of 1100 for a low of 801 so what that's gonna be is that if you want to play these bounces the ultimate bottom I think it's going to be 800 bucks now again it doesn't mean it can't go it's not gonna get there doesn't mean that it's gonna you know get can go lower those are my price ranges if everything I'm saying comes true. If it doesn't, then obviously the whole thing's out the window. Based off what I see know about the psychology, based what I know about the technicals, based what I know about the fundamentals, I kind of put all that together and try to figure out some price targets and price points so that I can protect myself in the event that I'm long-term holding. So if you're long term holding, that's that's kind of where you want to be at. If you think that right now I'm talking out of my I'm my behind, <laughs> then you can ignore all this and go ahead and buy and hold for all I care. But The thing is, I'm trying to say is two years, basically, for the bear market to set itself, uh, clean itself out before the next run happens. All right. So where is going to be the next uh, bull run now? When I'm talking about bull runs there will be another bull market this crypto space is way too young this crypto space is way too um, fragmented and also way too small and has attracted a lot of tension for it to be completely dead so again mark my words I am not saying that this crypto market is over what I'm saying is that we are in the middle of another bear market just like we had a bull market this early on. The major bull market i'm talking about your 1030 x to 1000x return will not come from ethereum and will not come from bitcoin they're going to come from projects that are left for dead specifically these icos because everybody's so negative about them and what's going to happen is that you can pick these up very cheaply and it's going to take at least i'd say three years for these for these coins to actually take off the new paradigm what's going to happen is that we're going to move away from ethereum and all the other ones we're going to move into the very larger scale operations are gonna build upon the Ethereum network but they're going to be also platforms. So Ethereum will still be a top tier coin. Bitcoin will still be a top tier coin, those are the ones you still wanna buy. But the ones where you're gonna be making your 30x 1000 return where you can basically retire and money that will actually change your life are going to be in the top tier projects that right now people are dumping left and right. I want you guys to think like a whale. A whale is not going to sit here and chase Bitcoin Ethereum What they're going to do is that they're going to want to buy things that people are dumping out and just have so many negative things about. Think about all the trash talking that's been happening about the ICOs. Think about how people believe ICOs are scams. Those are the areas that you want to look at. You also want to look at the research and the development team specifically. Don't just focus on price and just don't look at because people are talking about it. You have to have to do your own homework. Also expect a lot of negativity because you're going to be countering a lot of people. You're going to say that EOS is a great project. Well, people are going to say that's a scam. And you're just going to have to be quiet about it and accumulate like a whale. The other thing is um, you're going to expect a 1,000x return. So if you if you play your cards right and you're able to figure out which of the projects are top tier and not a bunch of the, the junk ones are coming out, you're going to be making a lot, a lot of money. So my personal plan is this is that i'm going to be focusing for the next couple of years on researching those specific ones i'm going to dedicate hundred percent in looking at all the bargains and all the ones that people are just trash talking right now and trying to get in early once this whole thing flushes out so number one which are my top tier examples now these are just some of my own preliminary ones that i find that are very interesting but people are just very negative about eos tezos uh, bat iota and neo and again uh, some of them are not negative. Some of them are actually people that like them. But again, right now, because of the ICO problem and with Ethereum, people are just very, very, um, think that all of these coins are scammy. And I think right now, buying those, not right now, but probably in, a little, in the near future, when the dust settles, right? And then these things come back to, to what I call accumulation phase. Those are the ones you we'll be looking at okay all right guys so with that said I will do a couple more videos later on on how to do trading strategies for bear markets and specifically how to deal with this entire trading range and I think you will find that on the how is going to be where I'm gonna start uh, explaining a little bit more so if you're interested you know subscribe like the video I will be also like I said doing that mentorship and I hope you guys find this enjoyable I hope you save yourself the losses and again this is all my own personal opinion this is not financial advice and I could be 100% wrong and this whole thing takes off and we go Bitcoin 10,000 a million and I will be there and I will join you with when Bitcoin goes to 10,000 I don't have any sort of biases until I see evidence of what's actually happening. The trend will dictate what my bias is and the trend will tell me and price will tell me where exactly things will go because that's what matters in the end. Opinions don't mean anything to me until you get hard evidence, hard facts, hard numbers, and price and volume are king. Okay. With that said, thank you very much for listening. Cryptobot out. Have a great day.